We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Hour number two of Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Thanks for listening. Uh, by the way, I got a shout out. I think it's Kelly. Kelly, who's listening uh, on the app. Uh, my daughter informed me last night Kelly had a birthday. And she listens via the app from someplace I don't even know where she's located. But her daughter and my daughter are college teammates. And somehow the. Uh, or, or at least somebody connected to Kelly is my daughter's college teammate. And Kelly got connected with the show and listens to the show and loves the show. And I appreciate that very much. I'm always humbled by that. Uh, you can take the show with you wherever you go or listen to it if you're out of uh, reach of 9890 Answer by accessing it on the iHeart TuneIn or Radio.com app. Most people have that on their phone, one of the three, maybe all three. Search uh, 9890 Answer. Now, if you are uh, someone who enjoys this show, uh, you probably do not enjoy having the LGBTQ agenda jam down your throat. So I would highly suggest you stay away from Goodale Park or the Short North this weekend as they're going to vomit rainbows all over you because, of course, this is Pride Month in what is most assuredly Pride Year, Pride Decade, Pride Infinity. But this weekend, they're going to be uh, cavorting, twerking, corrupting kids and other things at the various pride events in that area of town. Uh, Zach Boyer. This is rich. Okay. This is like really, really rich. Okay. So they're worried because we are in an era of pride and its devotees and slaves being marginalized and attacked. Oh, we're under attack like never before, right? You hear that a lot. Oh, the violence against the, the bills, the 500 anti-LGBT, you know. You've heard it, right? So Zach Boyer is the Director of Community Programs and Marketing at Stonewall Columbus. And he's so concerned because recently they've had Nazis and Proud Boys at Pride events. Have they had Nazis and Proud Boys at Pride events? Yes. What kind of pride events have they been attending, the Nazis and the Proud Boys? Uh, the ones that cater to kids, kid-friendly, family-friendly drag shows. Now, I'm not advocating for Nazis, nor am I advocating for violence of any sort, intimidation of any sort. But you want to prance around in your chaps, I was going to, Describe them further, but thought the better of it. In your leather chaps, you want to demonstrate deviant sexual practices and glorify all that in the view of children. For years, years and years and years, the short north has been a bastion of the alphabet mafia. Why? 
are they making? And they never made the claim that they were under attack, marginalized, endangered. Not like they do now. Why are they doing it now? Well, they're doing it now because they think it will engender sympathy and they'll get more corporate donations and all that, of course. But they're doing it now because there is an element of truth in that. It is the protests against this movement more vitriolic, angry, and yes, violent now than it was before. Why is that? Why is that? It is because the LGBTQ movement is targeting, recruiting, grooming children like never before. See, it used to be the argument of the LGBTQ side of the aisle. Just leave us alone. Just leave us just leave us alone to love who we love. Okay. While it made me want to barf and while it makes me feel bad for you because you are engaged in a lifestyle of immorality that certainly risks, I'm being very specific what I say here, risks separating you from God eternally. I don't have the wisdom to say whether it will or it won't. I know what the Bible says. I'm not going to tell you what it says. Read it yourself. See how it speaks to you. But it certainly risks eternally separating you from God. While that was always true, and while that always will be true, what was not true was your straying into areas to indoctrinate kids in this twisted way of living, trying to recruit more kids, trying to establish your movement and wall it off from analysis, criticism, and oversight by teaching little kids that it's wonderful, fulfilling, a way to recognize your authentic self. When you decided, you, on the LGBTQ side of the aisle, decided that the gains you had made, which always were offensive to Bible-believing people, but we were willing to let you do what you always said, just let us live our lives, just let us love who we love, up to the point where you decided, and we'd really like to love your kids. We'd really like to recruit your kids to our movement. We'd really like to sexualize your kids. We'd really like to decriminalize pedophilia. If you think that's not the agenda they're pushing, you are nuts. That is the agenda. That is the unrecognized gain that is out there. They've already made many. They got marriage. They got adoption. They got health insurance. They got everything they said they'd never ask for. They got it all. Now they want your kids. And my kids. And that is the point where a lot of us say, no way in the world. No way in the world is that going to happen. So uh, Mr. Zach Boyer, Director of Community Programs and Marketing at Stonewall Columbus, is not wrong that the threat is out there against the LGBTQ movement like never before. Because you've pushed people so far, they're not going to surrender their kids to your movement. So they're going to do... Some kind of pride event at Goodale Park on Friday afternoon. The Stonewall Columbus Pride Parade will be Saturday at 10.30 a.m. I talked to a couple cops who have to work this parade, and they are dreading it like nobody's business. They're not dreading it because they think people in Columbus are going to be violent. They're dreading it because they don't want to have to see what they're going to see. The decadence, the over-the-top immorality. They're just like, man, we've got to work this, but whatever. Now, what's interesting is, 
in this story in the Columbus Dispatch about the violent threats against these, the Pride Parade, I'm waiting for an example of, okay, well, if it's a, a legitimate threat, then since they've been having this Pride Parade every year for at least two decades, maybe more, you ought to be able to give me one egregious example of violence against the Pride Parade. And, of course, here it is. In June of 2017, four protesters were arrested by Columbus police for blocking the Stonewall Parade route. Pay close attention. The four said they did so in an effort to what? Intimidate the Pride people to stay away from kids? Intimidate the Pride people? Throw Bible verses at them? Talk about eternal damnation and all those hateful things that they say Christians do, which we don't do? What did the four, what were the four protesting? The, the, the violent extremist example given here in this story. Here it is. The four said they did so in an effort to raise awareness about, and I quote, the violence against and the erasure of pride people? No. Black and brown, queer and trans people. So the one example, the one they can cite of violence at the pride parade is an instance where trans and queer people who are black and brown said, hey, you're leaving us out of your little immorality party. Now, what does Zach Boyer say about this? He must have condemned it, right? Because Zach Boyer is very afraid of what might happen at the Pride Parade. Boyer said the demonstrators' concerns were valid. At that time, he said Stonewall did not have initiatives aimed at serving black, indigenous, and other people of color BIPOC and transgender people. So what did they do? You want to know why there's a black and a brown stripe on the pride flag? It's because of that particular protest. Not just here in Columbus, but nationally. That was the thing. So anybody who wants to exist under any vestige of the lesbian, homosexual, bisexual, transgender, two-spirit, intersex, asexual, that's what all the letters stand for. Anybody who wants to take refuge under any vestige of that umbrella gets a stripe on the flag, get their own. Now, look, the pride flag is supposed to be about sexual behavior, right? Lesbian, gay, homosexual, asexual, which asexual, I don't even know why that's in there, right? Because asexual is they have no interest in sex. But black and brown is racial. Racial's not, uh, the, the black and brown race is not, there's nothing to do with sexual proclivities or preferences in that. This goes to show you how incredibly unhinged and ridiculous this movement is. I'll have more on the concerns, the security concerns for this particular party and a very insightful column on the pride flag versus the American flag. Next. So I know the LGBTQ people say, oh, we're not targeting kids. We're not targeting kids. Well, uh, for their big pride festivities in the short north this weekend, Goodale Park Friday, the uh, parade in the short north on Saturday, the dispatch says, uh, Stonewall Columbus, which of course is the organizer of all this depravity, is partnering with Spectrum Mental Health. 
Gee, that kind of sounds like an admission of what I've been saying all along. And if you're part of particularly the T in the LGBTQ, you're suffering from a disconnect between your mental recognition of who you are and your biological recognition of who you are. So is that why Spectrum Mental Health is there? To tell transgender kids, no, you're really a boy. No, you're really a girl. Uh, No, it is not. Should be why they're there. Stonewall is partnering with Spectrum Mental Health, a mental health organization with primarily LGBTQ clients with autism. Man, you really got to be demented to take advantage of someone's autism, their inability to have the same cognitive reason that kids without autism have, to prey upon their vulnerability to lure them into an LGBTQ lifestyle. Now, the other day I told you about this J.P. Morgan Chase program where you can get free business advice from the executives at J.P. Morgan Chase, and it's available to all the LGBTQ businesses. And I said, another instance of the marginalization, easy for me to say, of the LGBTQ businesses, they get free tutelage from J.P. Morgan Chase. How marginalized can you get? One of these homosexual businesses is called Queerencia, an LGBT blah, 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 owned apparel company. Ty Collier is the owner of said apparel company. And he said he didn't see any reason for concern for safety at last year's Pride Parade, which would underscore my point that the reason why you might have a prescient fear of violence at this Pride Parade is because over the past year, you have decided to shout the quiet part, and that is to sexualize little kids, invite them to drag shows, twerk in front of them, sexualize them in an effort to groom them into your deviant preferences. Here's the quote from Mr. Collier. I would say that there have been issues in the past with having a police presence at Pride, but we are following suit and following Stonewall and their efforts to keep the event safe. Trust me, Mr. Collier. At least 80% of the cops who will be forced to work this event over the weekend would not be there unless they were ordered to be there. So you're going to disparage them for being there, saying that somehow the presence of police makes your event less safe, and you wonder why people think you are always taking, never giving praise, never expressing anything but self-indulgence. You couldn't have issued a comment more self-indulgent than that. Snarking the police for their presence to keep you safe at an event they don't want to attend. I hope with all my heart, in fact, I pray that we will elect a president who will put a stop to this nonsense. Not once and for all, because evil never takes a holiday. The left never stops to hold a victory party. This threat will never go away. They are being as open as they are being. They are cavorting in plain sight at the White House because Joe Biden is the president, because his administration allows this, encourages this, furthers this, legitimizes this. But in other countries, 
they realize the error of their ways. Did you know that in Great Britain, their primary government health system, and they have universal health care there, will no longer hand out puberty blockers to minor children because, and I quote, there is not enough evidence to support their safety or clinical effectiveness as a routinely available treatment. That's from National Health Service in Great Britain. They made that announcement at the end of last week. Here in America, of course, we don't encourage our doctors to use their medical training. We want them to hand this stuff out like it's Halloween candy. And, of course, at all points, worship the pride flag. Rich Lowry, National Review, wrote an interesting comparison between the transgender flag and the American flag, which seems fitting for me to read portions of it to you on Flag Day. Rich Lowry writes, Flags are not trifling matters. People rally to them and live and die for them. Whereas the power of the Star-Spangled Banner is its extraordinary history, its relatively simple design, its easily understood symbolism, and its call to unify all Americans, not to mention the sacrifices made to defend it, the pride flag is the exact opposite. It is always being refashioned. The version displayed on the White House this past weekend dates all the way back to 2018. It is an aesthetic disaster. It is a banner concerned with the recognition of ever-changing splinter groups. The flag added black and brown stripes to the top in 2017 to recognize people of color. The next year, the designer took the black and brown stripes along with the light blue, pink, and white stripes from a transgender flag and put them in a horizontal chevron to concoct the Pride Progress flag. Yet another update added a yellow triangle with a purple circle from the intersex flag. The resulting banner has all the visual appeal of a TV test pattern. It's hard to see any principle by which other groups should be excluded. By the time all is said and done, the pride flag could end up looking like a Sherwin-Williams color palette if it doesn't already. He says, U.S. government buildings here at home and U.S. embassies abroad are outfitted with the pride flag. If Republicans ever get unified control of government, they should ban this practice. The U.S. government should not be promoting boutique causes. And we already have a flag that includes everyone that doesn't require constant ideological makeover and that isn't an eyesore. The stars and stripes should be sufficient for this and every month. Yes, well stated, Rich Lowry. Well stated. Everybody knows what the stars and stripes stand for, the white stars for the 50 states, the white and red alternating stripes for the 13 original colonies. It is simple in its understated construction, but bold in its appearance.